Hey bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are Ooh. your hosts, Kevin Ie, and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. Wow, my sound waves are real high today. That's amazing, Ie. Just keep it up. Keep Get it ready up. to scream and yeah, shout a little bit and let it all out. Just talk normally. Kev, holding the mic like this is really bringing me back to my karaoke days. Um, shoot, what's the first line? Um daylight what is it how does that what? song start making my way downtown no staring oh. at the blank page before you i feel I like everybody forgot a little bit away yeah that's okay. better yep <laughs> yeah maybe i should adjust maybe i should go down to level four you guys it, you know what it's always just a trip and a half with that's the worst the unpopular opinion podcast we are I don't think we'll ever stop having technical difficulties as we just get going here. And you know yep. what? That's because we want it to be such a good experience for you that like we work painstakingly around the clock to make sure that we have the right technology and acoustics for you. Yep. Even if it only costs 20 bucks, but we put a lot of thought into it. How do I sound now? That's good. Did you take yourself down a level? Just one level. Yeah. Okay, it's just so funny because you were so big before and now you're so small. Oh, I think at the beginning I was like, welcome Sorry. back. Yeah, I, I lose my momentum a little bit after that. It's just a yeah, okay. little bit of a plateau. No, there, there. I saw a big one there. You guys, yeah. welcome back to That's the Worst. We've had a big couple days because I has truly found her stardom. Um, yeah, we had a really big couple of days over the weekend in Charleston, South Carolina, where I had literally an entire bar singing along to unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield with her and she'll never come down from that. High. I'll never I will never have a better moment than that. I don't think I could ever replicate it. Honestly, I most times that we go out drinking like in our late 20s, I'm always like we're idiots. That wasn't even fun. Like we're so dumb. But this weekend in Charleston, we drank the appropriate amount until the last night and like actually had fun and like went out and did stuff. It was like really a turn of events for us. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like had fun at bars, which I usually hate. So no, we went to like fun <laughs> bars, I would say. And we wouldn't we weren't staying for like the whole night. Like the first night we went to that rooftop bar and just had like one drink because then Kush was coming. So like. Right. Just had one drink, like good music, hung out. I don't know why. I must have been on freaking meth or something because I literally went up and said, I want, what drinks did I get? I was like, oh, I want a frozen. Yeah, we got these frozen. And it was literally like fucking Ice. chunks. Like Ooh, She like pushed the, obviously nobody else gets from this machine because she pushed the machine and it was literally like globs. Like it was globbing out. Globs. They had that, they had that in that machine all week. It was like the leftovers for sure. I get um, so, you know, that's, this is just a plethora of the things I'm overwhelmed with in the post-COVID world. Like, ordering at bars, I've never been good at it, and now I'm even worse. Like, I just go up and say I want two vodka sodas. Like, that's really all I say. But that was, like, an afternoon, sunset, like, trying to have, like, fun, summery drinks. That's like, fine. I don't – I I'm not criticizing your order. I think it was a good order. It was just, like, a bad – follow through bad machine what were we gonna order like aperol spritzes 
I guess it's the drink of the summer. No, I think well, that's fine because then the rest of the weekend, our go to is literally Long Island iced teas, and they were incredible. And I don't regret it except for when I when I spilled all of them all over the floor. When did you do that? When I ordered our second ones, I like tried to carry three cups at once, and it went all over the floor. They were just so you made it to the table. Yeah, they were so no, they I didn't drop them, but like. They were so full and the cups were really big and I thought I could, I tried to do like a, just hold them like this and it didn't and go very well. And they like pressed together. Yeah, because yeah. they were like plastic. So I could have, no, it really could have been worse. Nights, we were so classy. We literally like midnight, we were like, hey, going home. Amazing. That was so much fun. After karaoke, like nothing could get us down after that. The third night, um, we went a little too hard, but I think we all knew like, oh, this is going to be it. Like, we're going to be hungover. Let's just do this. Right. Yeah. I think that I think we like collectively decided that. And the we had a lot of wine. That's definitely the wine is what did it. We went to For this sure. amazing happy hour that had three dollar glasses of wine. It from was so four good. to seven p.m. So a normal person would probably have a couple glasses of wine be on their way, but we had 16 glasses of wine. And you know what? It's good that we didn't do any mixed drinks there, at least. You were, like, about to. Was I? Yeah, I think at the beginning you're like, oh, maybe I'll have, like, a mixed drink next. I think it was only after, the like, wine, the first glass. The wines were just so good. I was like, it was so. Fine. It was honestly delicious. Like, I should have asked really for good. the label. <laughs> do you- <laughs> for their house wine. Can I Can I speak with your sommelier? Uh, <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Do you think we didn't eat enough? I mean, you were fine. Um, we definitely didn't eat enough. No, because it was like it, a tapas. It place. felt, it felt like we were eating a lot because there were like so many plates things yeah. coming in. Yeah. But like, it was all, well, we, we would like have a like bite a bite each. each yeah. Of, yeah. So that, probably you know, what's wasn't. the other thing I is we didn't, what else did we even eat that day? Um, did we just get like the egg? Just the, like, we each had, like, an omelet. That was it. Was that that day? The Broken Egg Cafe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had those fucking grits. Well, and (laughs) Welcome to Your Late, Drinking in Your Late 20s also has, like, some bodily function effects. And Oh, my God. Things were going through us, so we were, like, probably, you know, a lot of, everything that we ate was, like, gone. I also made everybody take a probiotic after we got back from the bar. We took a lot of pills. That's all I have to say. Pills and potions were all over there. They're all the coasting. Yeah, there were some like I'm on angry, the floor. But I still. I just love think we'll never you. like. There's no like if you. We always are gonna want to drink for anything that we do. Like I don't think that's ever gonna stop. No. I just don't think we'll ever like perfect like the order of the days because I was gonna say we could have gone that hard like an earlier night but then we would have like we didn't ruin any days except for the travel day home i think this was the perfect one do you think that's the way to do it yeah go kind of hard friday kind of hard saturday then we had monday off so it was like okay we have sunday to go really hard but now i think think we need future we need to always work in like we always need to come home a day early or just leave really <laughs> early in the morning and be home for that whole day because that was see amazing. I think see it was so terrible because oh I like I woke up when you guys were leaving and was like oh how could Can I help, I help? <laughs> and then I went back to sleep and then 
I was like, oh, it's going to be so great. Like, I don't have to leave until 11. But it was like, boom, it was already 10 o'clock. And like, housekeeping was like knocking on the door. Come and knock on my door. So I was like disoriented. And it was just, I think it was worse that I was there longer. And then by the time I got like my flight, then my flight wasn't until one. Right. So it was just a lot more like sitting around. Like you guys just ripped the Band-Aid. See, that's what I think you have to do. Like just I get think really early in the morning. I think being drunk at the airport would have been better because I was already hungover. Right. Yeah. And honestly, if Kush made it through without being like detained, I would have probably I been. thought he was going to, honestly, because that dog was like sniffing people and I was like, Oh, oh yeah, that dog was it. Yeah. He is not gonna forget. Do they make literally it. sniff people for alcohol too? No, it's like their bags for bombs. Kush maybe sniff people for alcohol. Oh, I thought you meant something with that dog. I thought he was gonna like kick it or something. He was just so erratic that like you couldn't even (laughs) picture what was gonna happen next. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. There was um I did not get this on video. I got a lot of it on video, but I was telling him the next day. There was a dad and like a kid in a stroller. And he was like push, and he was going the opposite way from us, and we were walking home from the bar, and uh, so that uh, tells you that we were going home at 10 p.m. Literally blackout. It was there. early, so, yeah. It was um, really anyway, early. They, he passes. Kush turns and literally oh. hawks a spit right on this dad's back. Now it was so like, it was so <laughs> like leisurely I that I don't even think the guy like I was expecting him to like yell. He did, I don't even know if he like felt it or anything, or maybe Kush even like missed. I don't he probably know, missed because he's like horrible at spitting. Maybe he just turned and spit. Maybe that's what happened. But I was just but it, like, you like saw it as like the trajectory was like he turned in front of man. me and like spit that way. And that's when I was like, we need to get out of the public eye. At least like, I was is... just like, I was just like walking along. Like I was pretty harmless. I, you were truly making your way downtown. Like there was nothing. You would <laughs> nothing have walked was gonna to stand Kentucky, in my way. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, like let's go. You were so alert. It was like somebody had given you like a sedative or something. No, not yeah, a but sedative. like the yeah, but uh, the things I was saying like did not Xanax. make any sense. Yeah. Well, you just you would be smiling. You'd be like, kill yourself. Like, <laughs> hey Kev, kill yourself. And then. But then when I left and I came back, it was it all of a sudden turned into "Hey, Kev, love you." Like, I know, I literally hey. that's it. Yeah, what's up? And I'd be like, "I you okay?" And you'd be like, "Love you." And I'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, I <you."> like." <laughs> oh my god! It was yeah. just so funny because he was so out of control, and you were so like in control, and you two were just like sitting in this hotel room, like <laughs> we were literally like <laughs> fucking um, Willy Wonka's was, like, grandparents. You were in bed, just like wide awake in bed, and he was like naked, like doing <laughs> yes. something over his bag or something, like packing his bag. I don't know, and like calling people and like doing all this stuff. And you were literally just sitting there, like <laughs> I'm sure he was like, "I blah 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 blah," and you were probably like, ah. "Love you, hiccup." Oh my god, it's so funny. So anyway, that was Ai's 29th birthday party. Now we're done with Ai's 29th birthday. So I hope you had a nice one. We're officially done with that. But I had such, you know, I got back on Monday around like 
uh, 10 or 11 and I was in bed all day and it was amazing. Not like a terrible hangover, but just like I'm tired and I want to hang out. And you know what saved us is we all took Advil liquid gels, like a lot of them, and drank water because we got those big Starbucks waters and took probiotics. It was honestly, I took even some women's multivitamins. (laughs) And you were feeling great. I say next time we drink, we just pop fucking pills. At the I'm end gonna of the night. go. I'm literally gonna go to GNC and see like what can you give me? <laughs> Protein supplements. Like I'm taking those things, those little scoops of pro- powder that those people take when they go. We to should the make gym. shakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should get like. Don't they say like complex B vitamins are good? For what hangovers. Like fish oils. Or like milk thistle. Oh, milk thistle is good for your liver. That's what alcoholics take. I just always assumed like if we go home and eat like burgers, we'll feel better. But here's the thing. Now, if we eat the burgers, then we're going to feel full and disgusting on top of the hangover. But- no, it's the, it's the eating. Like the eating is like the worst part. Yeah. And that's also why people gain weight from drinking like it's unless you okay it depends on what you're drinking but i feel like we don't like we don't drink beer like if you drink a lot of beer you're automatically fat but i feel like i guess maybe wine also Eh. it just has sugar yeah but i think it's like the food like you're releasing your inhibitions with food which i've clearly had issues with in the past and uh, didn't work out to my advantage so well, so I thankfully, I did go back to Jimmy John's, and all they had was these those mini sandwiches. They didn't even have regular sandwiches. So we, I only ate half of mine, and Kush ate maybe one full one, and then you had like half plus your paper sandwich. Um, <laughs> so that we ate something like pretty light, and then we Just took like all normal. those pills and drank those water. We were feeling great. And once yeah. again, we were so drunk because we didn't eat that much to begin with during the day. So right. It's truly a science. Like we used to think like, oh, if you're blackout drunk, like that gives you an excuse to go to McDonald's and literally order 17 things. And then the next day you still feel hungover. Like that doesn't even help. Because you're also having, you're having like a food hangover too. Because your body's like, you're having like fucking gastric bypass. Like. (laughs) Because you ate like 20 chicken nuggets and like. We would literally get like stockpile food like chips and chicken fingers and like all this shit to have at home and then we would go out and, and then we would food. still go to and then come back and eat that too yeah it's like we forgot that we already had the mcdonald's we acted like getting drunk was like just an excuse to like eat bad food and feel like good about it but you don't well, even yeah, remember because, it you literally right. do not remember it i blame you kev because i never ate mcdonald's in my life until i met you <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I haven't really eaten it a lot since that Meadville McDonald's. I did eat it in New Orleans sometimes, but there was mostly Taco Bell there. Well, Taco Bell sounds good, too. Anyway. anyway wow. We had a great weekend, and we're still fun. feeling it today. Like, I truly am just tired today. This so. whole week has just been very, very tired. But that's okay. Um, I don't know. I'll be fine. We'll Would you recommend Charleston, South Carolina to other people? Yeah, I really liked it. It was nice. I thought Would it I go was back? Amazing. I don't know. I'm going to live could... there. You know, I I don't know if I would go back either. That's a good 
point. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't like go we... back like anytime soon, you know? No. There's right. not anything that I'm like, oh, we missed that. Right. I feel like actually we saw like everything. Pretty in much the every... city. Well, we least. kept like, going we back to like, yeah, we could have done like if we wanted to go see that tree. Well, that was the thing. Like everything was any other like touristy attractions were like a drive away. So I guess we could have done that stuff but you know what i would do maybe if we do go back is if we go to myrtle beach sometime then we could do a day trip and like drive to see those things and then we'd have a car to see it exactly yeah but honestly it was so walkable within the city and there were so many bars and restaurants and shops and stuff like it was awesome i i think my favorite part was the shopping for sure the first day i was like oh i would love to just pop into some of these shops like do all these things Every time we were literally drunk as shit walking by these shops, like, oh, you go in. She never go did. in. I didn't have any. I have like, oh, but that champagne bar was really cool. The first night was really Oh, cool. that was, was so fun. I love that. I'd go back for that. Just go there. I'm going to swing. Also, I do think it's funny that we did those TikToks. Like, it's good. I always like looking back on pictures from trips. Like, oh, that was a fun picture or whatever. But, like, looking back on a TikTok is something completely different. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, I you still can't believe – I can't believe we made two. We're going to have to pick some good ones for the next time. I feel like – I I don't know if it's, like, a Gen Z thing, but I feel like people take, like, more video content these days than before. I which, agree. like, I never – like, I don't know. It's like, okay, are you going to, like, take a video just, like, walking down the street? But it is kind of cool to, like, have a video of something rather and than like, just, like, a static yeah. image. But I never – I mean, I barely take pictures, let alone make no, a No, that's movie. a good point. I do think things are moving a little bit more towards videos than they are photos. Mm-hmm. I've also noticed <clears throat> on social media, like – I don't know if I don't know if this is like regular people, but a lot of influencers are doing more instead of just doing like, oh, here's a picture of me. They've been doing a lot of like photo dumps. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which are kind of well, cool. What did I tell you about the algorithm? I. It's terrible. The algorithm oh, the swipe. wants you to post a lot. They of like photos, the swipe yeah. ones. Where did you find that out? Like TikTok. Because then oh. people are spending more time on your thing swiping rather than so, like, and then you you said that those ones tend to like they're the they ones that back stay up on your more. that yeah. has been happening. It's like I don't want to like I'm literally going to start unfollowing people. Like I don't want to I don't want to like this or like mute them. Um, I've I even got some likes like today, and I posted two days ago, and I was like, oh shit! I kept coming up on your for your and they were like, feed, I just want to get I? rid of you. I refuse I to I refuse to give anybody the satisfaction of like a two days later like. You know, I really think Instagram is at like a crux right now, where it needs. You mean to it could either go like good or bad. It could either go Facebook or TikTok, like, and it's really trying to straddle the line. Oh, you mean. You're not saying Facebook could beat it out. No, I'm saying Instagram could turn into like a boomer, like old person app. Oh, no. I don't think so. Did you see that TikTok that was like posting on Instagram is kind of cringe these days, isn't it? Like, I don't think people post on Instagram as much as like we curate our posts for Instagram. Yeah, I don't know that people do that anymore. People definitely do like stories. Yeah, the stories are good because it's basically I think st- like an in, uh, up enhanced Snapchat. Well, I think I, I think I go through, I like scroll through stories more than I go through my feed. 
Right, because if you get stuck just going tapping on your stories, then you're not going to go down. Honestly, I go to the Explore page. Yeah, you. I feel like everything you send me on Instagram is from the Explore page. I, I never fucking go. love the Explore page. You know why, I.e.? It's half Sex, Sex and the City memes, yep, and or just like quotes, and then half like Betches, like funny tweets. Funny things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can find some good – I mean – that's like Instagram's FYP. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm going to be interested to know the future of Instagram. You know what's crazy is like it hasn't, it's like barely been around 10 years. Yeah. Like it's this huge company that everybody uses has barely been around 10 years. Yeah. I guess that's how long ago. When did I get it? Like college. I got it in 2011. Nope, 2012, wow. I think. Yeah, I think I did too. Twenty twelve or and I posted everything. I literally took pictures of trees. Post. Oh, I know. Of I've seen maples. It. Post. Maples. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, I, that was twenty minutes of banter. Let's get into some okay. of our hot topics for today. Wendy Williams' hot topics. Okay, so do we do we want to talk about Taylor first? Can we please talk about her last? Because it, it'll okay. just consume. That's fine. Okay, I didn't know. We should have done that, like, first, first, but that's okay. Do you have an article about... I have an article about the movie. Oh, no, I don't have one about... I didn't pull any Taylor articles. I was just going to talk about stuff I've seen on TikTok. Let's talk about her very last. Okay. Well, I, like, I don't know, in my, like, self-discovery to, like, find a topic for this podcast, (laughs) um, I was like, oh, we could talk about... Do a little, like random political topic update um but i know we were taught i mean we don't want to talk about memorial day that much but i thought it was interesting to see like how people on social media treated memorial day like especially in like in people that you know you could definitely tell like oh they're literally a republican um because of how they posted about memorial day and a lot of people didn't really do much at all Um, And one of the big um, snafus, I guess, of the weekend, which I don't think is a snafu, but there was that post that Kamala Harris did that said, what did it say again? I do have an article that's more of a, oh, enjoy the long weekend. Oh, enjoy the long weekend. And it's literally just a picture of her, which was great. It was a great picture of her. Um, I did want to enjoy the long weekend. So I thought it was perfectly I literally saw that on my Twitter, and I put pointed the phone at IE, and I was like, "Look how look how amazing she looks in that photo. That's a great." And photo. And I'm like, "Yep." Yeah. Um, but people were not super happy about it because it did not say anything dramatic about like this is who this remember who this weekend's for like remember who fought for us blah blah blah. I also was I was thinking about this later, just in terms of like. I know we're not talking about troops either, but I kind of formed this opinion in my head that I do like, I guess I do have some feeling for people like people who are veterans who like did not choose to be in the military because they didn't. I mean, mean I think the military is stupid service. Yeah. Like I think the military is stupid and like, we don't need to be in all these wars and like wasting all this money. But I do think like, back in the day like whatever wars that they did have selective service like that was more of like a sacrifice because they didn't like choose to be in the military you know what i mean 
Yeah, but how many people do you think chose? I mean, like, what are you people talking about? Cho- World War Two? Yeah, I just think there were. I mean, I, I don't know all how those many. people volunteered. Oh, but aren't there people who didn't volunteer? I don't think that many. Oh, okay, never mind. Maybe like Vietnam era, then like people well, were I just, just like selected if you were a certain age. I just think my like my opinion of like the modern military is that it's all these like I just think of these like trashy people and they're like trashy wives with all their kids at home and they only join the military because they want all this money and Um, because they have nothing better to do and then they like purposely like break their leg and then they get money forever (laughs) okay I don't know about that but they the other thing with them is like it's these rejects from high school that have this hero complex because anytime you ever say like oh i'm a soldier there everybody has to be like oh my gosh thank oh, you so much thank you much for, your, for service. your service like my mom went to a high school graduation party the other day and she was like oh the boyfriend is in the army isn't that so great and i was like no like not really not oh yeah people like, treat it like oh it's this huge like honor like oh my goodness and it's like okay well what is actually your reason for doing that well Well, first of all people don't know what else to do literally anybody can do that and also i want to know like what are you doing day to day like i know you're like like training but like training for what like what are you You, like sit around like are you sitting around just waiting to get bombed i remember uh, like a couple years ago my um Anyway, I heard about this um, base in Germany. Like somebody was at this base in Germany, and I was like, "Why do we even have a army base in Germany? Like what? Right? Like what nothing's happening for? in Germany." And it's that TikTok that's like, um, "Every uh, what is that? We have a hundred bases because have you ever heard that song?" Mm-mm. And he, this guy's like playing the piano. Um, shoot um i'll find it but it's basically saying like we have all these bases in all these countries and it's a fear tactic like we are mm-hmm. a military like, like we state. have a we have a presence like we're ready if anything happens just to anywhere. like show people that we have this power it's very like gilead right it's like do other like we're not letting anybody have a military base here imagine if they were like oh um south or, um i don't know uh mexico wants to have like a military base here like absolutely not it would never trumpeters fly. would be like fuck you no get off our but gravel. we have a military base literally everywhere for what and like who who told us to like peace who told peace, us that we unquote. need to have like i don't know i feel like the u.s just has such a god complex that like oh if such there's any complex, if there's right? any conflict anywhere like we'll know how to handle it's like no we don't we're a fucking shit show like we don't I know how to this... handle anything COVID pandemic showed that we literally are worse off than every other country, but we have all this fucking money. That's all we have right. is money. So that's we the can only buy that's the, the only thing that's currently vaccines. saving us. We handled it terribly, but we were able to scrape ourselves out of it because we have the funds. We literally had a year and a half of like hundreds of thousands of deaths, and now we're like on top of the world. Let's fucking go to clubs because we we were rich enough to buy these fucking vaccines. And right. even today, Biden announced like, oh, we're going to share our surplus vaccines with the rest of the world. We're only sharing 20 million vaccines. Like, And they're not even the good s- ones. There are 7 billion people in the world. Like, Aren't we literally we- sharing AstraZeneca? 
we are we've they've committed 80 million doses total um 60 of them are astrazeneca 20 are Pfizer. which we haven't even approved here correct so we can't like, we'll send give them the scraps we oh them. we have to approve them first i was gonna say that's bullshit like oh we don't trust well, this but you guys can have it that's why even saying that is uh you know a well, right comment. and then you're like you're delaying it even more and we already have like more vaccines than we need right now so somebody did you see that tiktok that was like i have to fill out like a packet of paperwork to get my vaccine and people in the u.s are getting them in the walmart meat line like, literally and somebody stitched it and was like i was in goodwill and the checkout line and this guy came in and was like do you guys need your vaccines like <laughs> and it's like so difficult everywhere it's else utter bullshit anybody in the world in the u.s on june 1st if they told you they were not vaccinated they're a fucking moron yep because it's completely possible no matter who you are at this point when we first started this podcast we were like okay what are some of our unpopular opinions and i would say that like one of the top five was like quote unquote the troops like, we don't need to have a whole episode about it, but this really did come to a head because Kamala literally just said, enjoy the long weekend, had a nice photo, and people were literally like, how dare you disrespect these people? Um, I have an article up here that says, former United Nations ambassador called the vice president unprofessional and unfit. Like, un unfit for what? Like, you literally worked with Trump. Like, I don't want to hear it. Right. I, I also had this other article up that it's not letting me read the whole thing unless I register, but apparently Nikki, Nikki Haley was um, criticizing Kamala for her picture and the quote or whatever, but then I guess she posted a beachside picture after the Memorial Day attack on Kamala, so she has been accused of being a hypocrite. Oh, so I did not know that she posted a mm -hmm. beach picture. Yeah. Also, it's like, I'm sure Kamala was going to, like, post something else. Like, she was probably... That was on Friday. Right. And also, like, she has to follow, like, whatever the White House is putting out, I'm sure. So I'm sure they already had other stuff that was going to be coming out. It was just like, oh, it's Friday. Like, we're all excited. We have a long weekend. Like, it's okay. And then you know, they ended I up taking love, it down. I would love to see, like, the White House social media strategy because... Mm -hmm. Those people that are like, oh, the entire pic – every picture that they post is just them walking somewhere. Like, it is kind of true. They post a yeah. lot of, like, really beautiful professional photos of Kamala and Bo and Joe and just, like – Kamala and Bo. <laughs> Kamala and Bo. And just, like, um, without really any substance to the caption, but it's kind of – it's not, like, bad. Like, I'm not I'm not saying it's a, a bad thing. I'm just – I'm just – I'm – not I think they post up. I mean, they post they post a lot of pictures of them like in meetings and stuff too. Like it's yes. not just that. I don't know I if they're think doing they're trying that. to like humanize humanize them. Or them. Something. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say too. Well, I because so. I I do think of Kamala from her like funny like smiling pictures and like her Vogue cover and stuff like that. Like I do appreciate the meeting photos, but those are kind of boring. So I I yeah. maybe I get I mean, them like adding some other stuff in there. I think they sh I mean they showed it. there were always those walking pictures of Obama and Biden like in that hallway thing. Maybe it's like thing. a democratic thing or something. Yeah, like we actually walk places we're not fat. <laughs> well, that that is one thing because Joe Joe and Kamala look amazing. Like yeah, Kamala they look great. looks incredible. Yeah, I wouldn't say Joe looks amazing, but Well, 
when he's walking, I'm like, well, you can walk. That's great. Oh, exactly. Like, good for you. Like, I'm glad he's not, like, bedridden, you know? Right. Kamala's just really, really beautiful. I just, I think I would like more of her, like, speaking. Like, I feel like I've seen a lot of, once again, back to the stills versus videos, like, Mm-hmm. I want to see more of her, like, in a speaking role rather than just, like, her looking pretty and, like, having high right. heels on. Yeah, I guess maybe she doesn't always do, like, as many statements. There's, like, a lot. She's always, like, standing in the back. Mm-hmm. Like, she's there. I mean, that's, that's the VP. Yeah. Veep. I don't know. I just, I don't think they have as much of, like, a head-on role you know i saw an associated press article posted today that ended up being a five-minute podcast so i did not keep it on for this because i couldn't listen to it and read it at the same time but the title was kamala harris is washington dc's busiest woman like she's just like everywhere trying to do everything and now she's doing voting she's doing migration she's doing the border yeah she's doing a lot i feel like they always they are focusing more on like what her specific like subjects are like more than I hear about like what Joe Biden's although I guess I just also don't pay attention to what there aren't like huge headlines of what Joe Biden is doing because I mean there are headlines but they're he's not just like, like kind of doing everything they're not like, crazy like, yeah yeah I'll but I tend to ignore think- it because he's just like doing his job you know I'll always think it was so funny last March when Trump came on and was like I'm naming mike pence as the coronavirus like coordinator and we were like <laughs> okay literally and then coordinator. you literally never saw mike pence ever again like he no was i didn't not i didn't see anything. mike pence again until the fly incident like i didn't see him that whole time no seriously he didn't even come to any of the briefings Mm-mm. yeah well i think the big thing with Kamala and Joe is like they're doing a lot of stuff together more than did you see that TikTok of them literally at brunch the four of them yeah. went to brunch amazing I know I watched all those videos I people... love that and there was that one did you send me that TikTok of that girl who was literally she was just like Next sitting to like, them. at brunch and they yeah. just like walked in and they were like right down they were like right Do down the booth that about from DC? Them. I... I would run into so many politics it was like AOC. it was literally just like you're walking through your high school hallway like, hey, what's up? It's like you walk into your living room to go on the couch and Chuck Schumer's there. Chuck like- <laughs> Schumer's literally there just reading the paper. Like Spitting. He's like, hey, you want to watch Gilmore Girls season four? <laughs> He's always there, yeah. Want to watch Rory <laughs> go to college? Like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, but there's so... A, there's a big, like, issue where she can't say have a long weekend – have a nice long weekend, but everybody's literally going to praise all these, you know, dumb army soldiers. So Right. It's like you can't – we you shouldn't be really celebrating this weekend or, like, remember who died for you, like, as you're drinking your beer or whatever. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'll literally pour a drink over their head. <laughs> well, it's always so – like, there's it, – it's just right after the other. Like, in the morning on Monday, you're posting somebody crying over a cemetery grave. And oh, then at so noon, dramatic. you're posting you literally with a shambong, like literally chugging Right, it's like t- two Ultra. minutes later, it's like I got blackout drunk and I didn't have to cry about anybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, 
so that so that was that story i also had an article about um what different celebrities how different celebrities were oh we got oh geez we have a video in the background how could you hear it Mm -mm. um nope it was really loud um an article about what different celebrities were doing for the long weekend so i thought i would just go through a couple highlights none of these these seem super interesting but they definitely weren't really can i interject before you start no sure go ahead. i'm gonna do it anyway okay Thanks you know shaylin woodley right divergent yeah. she Secret was on the american teenager she was on vacation in hawaii with the other guy from divergent four yeah oh interesting no wait not four no 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 the <laughs> other guy the guy that betrays them and that's the other remember. guy that's also in fantastic four well there was the big story that he got mugged while they were in hawaii they Jeez. were sharing all these like amazing pictures because they were on a, a cup uh, like a double date vacation shaylin woodley and that guy and then their significant okay. others and they were sharing all these like shirtless pictures of them like hiking and stuff and then it came out that he got mugged jeez what a shame why damn who knew it was so dangerous um okay so we have i'm realizing some of these people um in this article i don't really know who they are they're kind of like random nobodies um but we do have casey musgraves um who enjoyed a turkey leg at a a renaissance fair yeah um she went to a renaissance fair yeah like die um, and then we have oh alex rodriguez the proud dad shared on instagram wishing you all a happy and healthy hashtag memorial day weekend he took a moment to celebrate those who served in the military cool um and he's then he's having have, a rough time did you see the picture today of ben affleck smirking mm-mm. sorry it was a page six photo they got they must just be right outside j-lo's house because they got him getting oh for into his sure car and he he's like oh ben he affleck like was there yeah he was no, literally he, at he her like house spent the night and then he went into his car and he's like laughing to the to the paparazzi wow now they're just like feeding into it now um okay then we have Dwayne wade and gabrielle union they had a party oh, um, to celebrate Zaya's 14th birthday in style. Oh my gosh. Um, and then we have, oh God, Rebel Wilson. Yikes. They also had an amazing TikTok with Zaya and Gabrielle. I love that they're getting on to, also, they're just such a beautiful family. Yeah, they are. Um, Rebel Wilson struck a pose in her sleek swimwear, captioning okay, the here's post, a question. Palm Beaching. I think I want to move to Florida now. What? What eating disorder do we think Rebel Wilson has? She's doing some like weird diet. I don't know. What do you what think kind it of is? Diet is it? I forget. It has some weird name, but I have seen like, oh, Rebel Wilson's doing the blah 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 diet. She's she doing the freaking surgery and anorexia diet. That's in my. I For mean, sure. she has she's lost just... so much weight. She's definitely just like starving herself, and then she's gonna like get a tummy tuck to like get rid of all the skin. I mean, here's the thing, like celebrities act like it's such a big feat for them to lose weight. And it's like you could literally go to a plastic surgeon and they literally just like take it away. Like, right. Like if I could afford it, I'd like, do she's it. She's not doing a diet. Like the only diet she's doing is gastric bypass. Horizontal so can't, running like, eat that much. <laughs> also, with people like that who were so like 
it would be like Lizzo getting like um, liposuction. Well, it's like, like part of her brand. And also it would be like for Lizzo, like it's such a big part of her brand and being like body positive and everything. So if exactly. she did decide that she was going to lose all this weight, she would be going against everything that she stands for. So. I'm not saying that fat Amy like pigeonholes you into never getting skinny, but like this is like she's lost like a lot of weight. Well, she's kind of like, like a Melissa McCarthy. What do you mean? Melissa McCarthy is like a very like typecasted person. Like mm. her brand is that she's this like chubby, funny person. Yeah. I mean, Melissa McCarthy's 10 million times more talented than Rebel Wilson, but <laughs> it's like the same kind of thing. It's like, I'm sorry, but Rebel Wilson isn't going to get some like Oscar winning role in a movie. She's you know just not that type of tried. actress. In that movie that she starred in with Anne Hathaway, remember that movie? Um, what was it called? Like the, it was like a uh, crime movie or something. They always try to do crime movies. Crime, yeah. Like crime is always like the in between. It was so bad. It was literally the worst movie ever. I I could barely ever. even make it all the way through. What was it? Did I watch uh, it? Hold on, let me Probably. just Google it. Rebel Wilson, Anne Hathaway. It's called um, The Hustle. You'd know it if you saw the picture. It's like Anne oh, Hathaway yeah, standing there. Familiar. Was it yeah. like a funny crime one? It, it's always like trying to be like serious crime, funny crime. I like, hate I hate those ones that are like spy or whatever. Like It's Melissa McCarthy. It's the exact yeah. same thing. It, they're so dumb. I hate those movies. Like she's aloof, but then she like solves the crime because she like is pure of heart. Like we're good. It's like Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> okay, so the next one is um, Glinda herself, uh, Kristen, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. She reunited with her parents during Memorial Day weekend. She said she saw her parents for the first time in over a year. It was her dad's birthday, so they took him to a nice dinner. Um, and he told me that since it was his birthday, he absolutely did not have to take his mask off for the pictures. I'm not reading this correctly. Oh, that's nice. That was nice. Nice little reuniting. It's a cute picture. She seems like normal. Um, who else? I don't know who that is. Oh, I think. Oh my I gosh, have a question they're... about Kristen Bell. Hmm. So, did she star in the remake of Veronica Mars, or was she always Veronica she, Mars? She was the original Veronica Mars as and well. And then she did a remake of Veronica Mars. They did like a one seat. I don't think it did very well. I was going to say, I saw her recently on that picture, and I was like, huh. And so it was just one season, and then it was canceled? Yeah. I never watched the... I think I would have liked Veronica Mars, because it was very, like, Nancy Drew mystery-like. But I never... I think it was on, like, the CW or something, but I never actually watched it. Kristen Bell's best role was in Heroes. Didn't watch that either. She had lightning powers. Oh, nice. Um, Okay. We have Eva Longoria, Sophia Ritchie, and Sophia Vergara just posting like random dumb pictures. And that's everybody. They were together? No, I was just oh. flying through. <laughs> I was like, Sophia Vergara and Sophia Ritchie are together? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's everybody who posted for Memorial Day. Nice. Um what else okay so do you want me to just keep going through my articles yeah what else do you have okay so my next article i just wanted to briefly touch on um trump's blog <sighs> you can talk about it 
Yeah. We're so not Trump too ended much airtime. I didn't realize Trump's blog was that like from the desk of Donald Trump. I didn't realize that was a blog. I thought they were just like random press releases. I didn't he realize it, it had like look a look like it was like a Twitter feed. Right. He needed to make his own, of course. Um, so Trump ended his blog because there's more to being an influencer than just wanting attention. The former president of the United States has already been incredibly influential, but that's never been enough for him. Um, after 29 days and only 50 posts, Trump's it was, it's from oh NBC News. After 29 days and only around 50 posts, Trump's odd experiment in what his team hyped as a new communications platform, or at least an intern's lunchtime side hustle, has come to an end. It reportedly <laughs> met its demise because Trump had reached his limit for public ridicule, which, you know, whoa, if true. That, after all, would be an event of far more newsworthiness than the demise of just another corporate outreach stunt, which was outdated before anyone hit publish. A more objective reason for pulling the plug on Trump's attempt to compensate for having been banned by every other major social media outlet is that it was a whimpering failure, each pathetic bleat drowned out by the sound of millions of people paying attention to just about anything else. The Washington Post put more employee hours into finding out whether into finding out what was more popular than from the desk of Donald Trump than anyone at Mar-a-Lago ever put into it. Um, yeah, so basically it was just like a big failure. It did not, he expected to get like much more of a readership and like getting much more people engaged. Honestly, I'm just be, given how like fucking crazy Trump supporters are. I'm surprised it didn't take off more. But, but remember, I they're crazy and stupid. They have right, no they probably idea that you like have to didn't. go to a website. They were probably like on parlor, like where's Trump? And search, like searching Trump. Like, you know what the other thing is? How many posts did he have? Like 50, you said? Yeah. I think like 45 of them were about Liz Cheney. He was literally slamming Going Liz Cheney over like and every over two and seconds. Over. And yeah. it was just so like, like leave Liz even... Cheney alone. Well, he doesn't even know how. To... It's not like he can go on there and make this like thoughtful political commentary. He's just going to go on there and like tweet things. Well, basically. what's he going to say? Like, I know how to distribute vaccines. Like, no, you right. fucking don't. So... It was just a sad attempt at making some some kind of influence. So that's good. Hopefully, we won't be hearing from him anymore. Fingers crossed. Um, I also wanted. I feel like a big topic this week, like with the start of June and Pride Month, is this new idea of rainbow washing, which I don't feel like that's been a thing. I don't know. I feel like nobody's like coined that any mm, other year. Term. Um. So basically, this has become like a blanket term. And we've talked about this before. Like, it's the same as, like, Black History Month or Women's History Month or whatever. Like, it's become, like, this big thing. It's all the months. Any month. Any, like, recognition of any, like, type of minority. Um, They, there's always, like, criticism on how, like, big corporations and companies and stuff are handling it because they'll just, like, throw a rainbow or whatever, like, over their logo and call it a day. Right. Um, So now... Um, now there's like a term coined for it and people are upset about that happening. So I don't know. How do you feel about that? I I don't know. I mean, I feel like anything like that companies post on social media, like they're just doing it to check a box, which is what I say every time. Right. So it would look worse if they didn't post anything. Exactly. Now it's like we have, if you're not going to post anything, it's like the whole, like your silence is complacent or whatever. So I mean, the thing is for like, for uh, social media managers, it's never been easier because 
you've got February Black History Month, women. You always History have like month. a theme. Then you had AAPI Month. Now you have Pride Month. It's like you're done. You don't even have to think of anything. You got to post something. You have about like a. You people. literally have a new campaign for every single month. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I think some companies are end up doing better at these things. Like, I feel like if you're if you do anything beyond just like changing the appearance of your page and you try to you know share some information or you know bring awareness to certain things like i feel taylor swift yeah no she's like the queen she's literally like that should be her next album rainbow washing (laughs) (laughs) or just like jumping on the bandwagon her next album should be called the bandwagon i just thought this was like an interesting it's like oh we we have to like give everything a name it's like nothing is ever like good enough you know what i mean Right. There's always going to be some like big criticism about how people are handling everything. And it's like, I don't think anybody's doing any harm. Like people and company, you're not doing any harm by posting things or like rebranding. So it's better that like people are being exposed to the content than not being exposed at all. So that's my, that's my sense. I'm confused as to where your statement went there. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's better than nothing. But what you said was like, oh, it's good if they like share resources. Like they're not sharing resources. No, I'm saying there. No, I know. I'm saying that's a better like step. But I'm saying that like sharing like rainbow like t shirts is a better step than not sharing than the nothing, rainbow I guess. I feel like at least like for companies that are getting like a wide <laughs> widespread like viewership and stuff it's better because it's like reaching the eyes of more consumers than like doing nothing see i have just trying to get like overall just like awareness like at least you're getting something but then also people complain like why is such and such a company showing rainbow thing you know so i don't know it's the commodification of it like would you isn't it weird that like people were putting out like black history month like merch because yeah. like you well yeah it's you, like why do you need to be monetizing from it oh well, that's exactly what and like, the people target... who, should, who should be monetizing are like the grassroots organizations like you should right. put all of your money into buying like black lives matter shirts from that organization rather and than those are target. actually like benefit they're not like making a profit from it exactly yeah, that's true. so well, that's now the thing, like, target, like in this month whole, everyone like, has like rainbow shirts and stuff and that's just right. going to these big target had like a whole like front section for black history and also it's like i don't know living in western pennsylvania like not in the city sat like nobody's buying that probably at my target you know what i mean well nobody was asking for t-shirts from target like that's not really Mm -hmm. what people are asking for like like do something or say you're doing something from your corporation standpoint like that's i'm sure they're like oh we're donating like five percent or something but people don't even say that like i haven't even seen that and like where where are they going to donate it like what Right. You know, well, like, that's educate the thing too. It's like something. where even if people are like, "Oh, we're donating to such and such," it's like, "Where's that?" Donations money even are go? bullshit. It's it's like that money isn't going anywhere. Like unless you're donating to like a local thing, I think any kind of like big charity is stupid. There's my unpopular opinion. No, I agree. I I don't think. I mean, I think that people veil their like attempts 
to do things with like, oh, we're donating 15% of the proceeds. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. It's just like the army thing. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing you're joining the army. Like, what, like, but where, what's the end goal of that? Mm-hmm. Like, what well, are you trying to like, do with that? Last year, like, when everything was going on, like, people were like, oh, I'm donating to like the NAACP. Okay. Like, I think actually the NAACP is a very good organization that does okay. a lot of good things. So maybe okay. that's. No, a, I'm not saying exception. they're not. It's just like a bigger. The, but here's a better You're not going to like the see where thing, that's going. Last summer, when everybody was donating to like uh, bail funds. Like, people were getting arrested from the protests, right. and then, like, people were donating to get them out of jail. That's, like, an actual physical thing that you were doing. That's an impact. That's, like, direct, like. Yeah. Yeah. There's know. nothing even remotely similar to that for Pride Month. Like, there's no, like, what do you, like, I just don't even understand what, like, GLAD is even doing. Like, what are you? Funding a Taylor Swift video. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get what it is. I just don't get why. Here's the thing. If you think people should have like rainbow merchandise, leave that to like small businesses and like Etsy owners to like do stuff like that. Target and Old Navy does not need to have like a rainbow whatever shirt. Like we're good. Like you should be buying. You should be buying those things elsewhere. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. It's really complicated because you're right. You're damned if you do damned if you don't, I guess. Right. And now it's like nobody's going to turn back and not do anything. So because they realize that's going to affect them like monetarily. But I like it's gone 100, zero to 180 this year. Like it's everywhere. It's literally I'm everywhere. overwhelmed. It's like fucking Hallmark's taken over. It's like everything's literally. a fucking I'm holiday. like excited for July. Yeah. I'm literally excited for next February. Just nothing. <laughs> what's next february I, I black history month again oh no i don't know i was just thinking of a random a month that nothing happens but i guess there are things happening in february so your face just got so red i did it yeah doesn't feel maybe it's red. just the lighting change i think it's the lighting um okay so that was that you have any other little, articles i have a dialogue nope that was my last article i wanted to talk about naomi osaka for a little bit because i do think i had a little exchange with my mother today about it and i'm i'm i don't know what the right thing is in this situation so um tennis grand slam tournament leaders announced last sunday that osaka 23 would be fined fifteen thousand dollars for refusing to attend a mandatory post-match press conferences at the french open Osaka had announced her decision last week, citing mental health to not participate in these uh, media briefings. She withdrew from the tournament on Monday, revealing that she'd battled depression since the U.S. Open in 2018 and has had a really hard time coping with that as well as social anxiety. Um, uh, Pierce Morgan, the presenter of famously stormed off the set of Good Morning Britain after criticism from a co-host, faced furious backlash on Monday after he wrote a column calling tennis star Naomi Osaka a, quote, brat for refusing to speak to the media in order to protect her mental health. Um, He tweeted Monday morning uh, that his column about world sports most petulant little madame was being published in the Daily Mail, prompting an uproar on social media and a follow-up tweet where he said that Osaka's cynical exploitation of mental health to silence the media is right from the Meghan and Harry playbook of wanting their press K 
cake and eating it. And this is the same guy. I, Pierce Morgan's the one who stormed up after the Meghan Markle situation. He's such a hothead, I feel like. So he's terrible no matter what. But let's get into like the actual situation. So I fo- I like follow Naomi because I think she's amazing. And she posted a notes app thing last week. And it said, I'm not doing any media briefings because it's really hard on my mental health. And like that was it. Right. So it's like, why can't someone just like go there and like play their sport and be done? So this is what I was talking about with my mom because she said that they sign every player signs a contract that says after every match you'll meet with the press. So did she have a contract with like a brand or like with it's with the, the French event? Open with Roland Garros? Okay. So like you sign a contract to go into that tournament. So by saying she's not doing the media briefing, she is in breach of the contract, and they cited this part of the contract to fine her fifteen thousand dollars. So they said that they reached out to her and she didn't respond. And maybe she didn't. I don't know. But then I guess instead of like making the whole tournament about whether she's doing the media briefings or not, she just dropped out. Um, I don't know what the right thing here is because once again, my mom was like, if they allowed her to not do the media briefings, why does everybody else have to do the media briefings? So I do, I, I guess I kind of get that. <clears throat> But she's such a high-profile player now that they're getting such bad feedback after her withdrawing that, like... Right. It's, like, completely turning the other way. So Venus Williams had her media briefing the same day, and they were like, what do you think about this? And she said, you know, you guys write really mean things about me, but I know that none of you will ever be better than me, and you'll never hold a candle to me on the tennis court, so I don't really care about it that much. But... Venus has been a star since she was 16. Like she's always been doing this. So yeah, I don't know. Like I think that they should adjust the rules and say that you can do a media briefing if you want to. Right. Right. And is like doing a media briefing, like bringing in that much money. I guess it is. They're like, Oh, we're getting like this exclusive like interview or whatever. They're saying that, like, it's increasing the visibility of the sport and, like, that kind of stuff. I don't okay. know. I don't – yeah. I, tennis is pretty archaic. Like, they have a lot of archaic, like, rules and laws and stuff, and maybe this will force them to look at it, but – Can't be as bad as the NFL. Oh, true. But, um, well, the, uh, tennis is really bad. Like, they always are mean to – Serena and like they tell her what she can and can't wear and like all this stuff and the 2018 US Open which Naomi said that's why she has mental health issues they that's when that remember that cartoon came out where it was like they depicted Serena as this like huge like gorilla shaped person slamming her like racket down and said like why don't you just let me win like the media was really terrible then who like runs tennis it's like international. It's so international because it's it's. I mean, the U.S. But then the there's US like different like tournaments in different countries. The four major slams are the U.S. Open, the French Open, Wimbledon, and the Australian Open. So they all came together to say you have to do these media briefings. Like, okay, the French Open called all the other ones and said that you're gonna have to do them there. So that's why Naomi was like, I'm gonna take a break from tennis then. Well, yeah, and that could keep happening. Like, other people could decide to do the same thing, and then they have no, like, high-profile people anymore. 
I don't know what they're going to do because they could just keep finding people based on the contract. Right. I'd so be like, I don't know what me. the, I don't know what the answer is here. So she could have decided to stay in it and just accept being fined. I think and at just some not point done. they would have, there was like a three strike rule or something. Oh, so they, it could have happened for three and then they could have kicked her out anyway. Exactly. So like, why deal with that bullshit? Right. So I'm not sure what her, what she's going to do or what, you know, what also, tennis okay. is going to do. This is my, me playing devil's advocate. Just do the media briefing, you know? I mean, that's basically what Venus said. Like, it's like you guys I don't say mean to be rude, but it's me, like, but I do that's it your anyway. job. Just That's like me saying, I don't want to go to all my meetings this week. Like, just do it. I guess if you're an international tennis star, like, but that's part of it. Then don't be weight. a public figure. Go do, go to your, go play pickup tennis down at the rec center downtown. Like, I don't know. She said, like, she's an introvert. She doesn't really like talking, and that really, like, messes her game up. Like, the media briefings don't help her. I don't know. Then don't be an international competitor. Sorry. But you're going to be in the public. One or the other? She doesn't, she didn't ask to be an international, like, celebrity. She just wanted to play tennis. But is it ever really about people loving the sport? They just want the fame. Exactly. Well, no, I, no, I don't agree with that. She might <laughs> love the sport, actually. She just wants the money at the end of the day. That's why she stuck it out. Her mom probably made her take tennis lessons when she was a kid, and she was like, okay, this is it. <laughs> I think I it's know. a very it's complex hard. issue, i.e. She has I depression. Guess. Okay, I, I understand that, but it's like a lot of people have mental health issues, and they still can do – they suck it up and do their job. But is this like a reckoning for maybe they shouldn't have to do their job when they express things that bring them more mental health issues? I get, I don't know. It's like, okay, maybe they could change the – but I think being like – I'm just saying like being a public figure, it's a business. Like that's when it – that's what happens with like any sport. Like it goes so beyond just like you playing the sport anymore. It's a business, which I'm not saying it's okay that it's like gotten to that point. Like – People probably did go into it like loving the sport that they play, but it all becomes just like a big corporation. Well, yeah, but and they you didn't choose like it lose, to be a corporation. They kind of like lose their role within it. Hmm. You um, know? Can you talk for two seconds? And then we oh, have God. Taylor Swift. What do you want me to talk about? Tennis? <laughs> you know what? I You could give us a dating update. <laughs> okay. I'll literally interview a cricket outside. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I can just start like introing what's going on with Taylor Swift. So basically, this is becoming another week that probably nothing is happening um, in terms of T Swift announcing anything, but there have been tons of rumors swirling um, over the past couple of days because of things that Taylor has posted on social media. Um, so she had. There were a couple things like she posted about her um, her Evermore vinyl. So we're like back in Evermore land, which is like, okay, we wanted to be done with that so long ago. Um, but she's trying to make some more money off of her Evermore vinyls. And she was also selling some CDs or something, like signed CDs. And there's all these like alternate covers or something. So those were like her big social media announcements this week. And then today... She posted 
about like a new she was like Another oh thank you Willow thank you guys remix. thank you guys so much for like all of your support and like going out and buying my album it's like bitch this nobody is buying the album like we're literally listening to it on spotify or probably not listening anymore um so that can, and she's like oh i'm gonna thank you with this new willow remix that you can only get on my website until midnight for 24 tonight, hours and you have to and you have to rebuy my digital album. Like you can't even go on and buy just the song. It's I thought heinous. she was just streaming it from her website. No, I was hope that's what I thought too. I'm like, oh, maybe I can at least go on and like hear it one time and be done. But you can't even where, do that. I'm sure in one week it's gonna be on Spotify. Where is that like where is that freaking money going? I don't know. And it's like people are gonna go I'm pretty sure her digital I think it said her digital album only costs five dollars, but I'm sure people—that's uh, five dollars too much. These poor people who are like insane Taylor Swift fans were go actually going on and buying it. It's ridiculous. Oh, absolutely! They literally were first in line. Yep. So she was getting another five dollars times probably like a million, mm-hmm. um, couple million for people who wanted to listen to the song. Did you? Um, did you hear it in the TikToks I sent you? Yeah, it's fine. It's just it's like all fine. the other remixes. It's dumb. Come back like a <laughs> 90s trend remix? No. Um, so there was that. And then people were also speculating on TikTok about like the alternate album covers. So there were like a few things that people were thinking were Easter eggs in those. The first one was like the hedges that are in the background. They're like, oh, those look like the hedges from the blank space video. Like it's like a fucking hedge. And then they were also saying that like, oh, you made the comment about her signature. Like, oh, is her signature different? I don't know if that has to do with anything. But her signature is different. And then the colors of the signatures in the four album covers, they think correspond to Uh, Fearless 1989. Yeah. I'm over Those. Yep. Because all of these theories have been wrong. Literally all of them. Or they're... they're probably not wrong, and she's just like stringing people along for twenty years because she like loves it, right? So yeah, that was really this week. Nothing's happening. We're not getting an album tomorrow or probably ever. Hopefully, she just quits her career and we never see her again. <laughs> I, like well, I want another gonna... Reputation era sticker in a fucking suitcase. She's gonna quit her music career and start in the film industry because Taylor Swift has her actress. first film role since playing. Bumbarina in 2019's Cats. The singer, songwriter, producer, actress, pop icon has joined the cast of American Hustle director David O. Russell's upcoming film EW Has Learned. We'll have to assume the role is perfect for Swift as she said yes to it. And because there's currently no description for the upcoming currently titleless project for us to weigh in on. Also appearing in the film is The Queen's Gambit, Anya Taylor-Joy, Margot Robbie of The Suicide Squad, Avatar's Zoe Sandala, former Batman Christian Bale, Remy Malek, and recent Fargo star Chris Rock. This project has a large cast cast based on details of IMDb. Swift is no stranger to large ensembles. Her first major film was 2010's Valentine's Day. Kev's favorite movie. Which also starred Taylor Lautner, Julia Roberts, Jamie Foxx, Bradley Cooper, and Queen Latifah among its enormous cast. Despite her busy schedule as a music superstar, 
and inspiring the next generation, Swift has found time to appear in various television and film projects. Her first TV role was all the way back in 2009 when she appeared on CBS's CSI. Swift also appeared on New Girl and voiced Audrey in the 2012 animated feature The Lorax. Was Taylor ever on Grey's Anatomy? No, I don't think so. Okay. I feel like she would have been a good, like, random useless patient. I am so over her freaking, like, Easter eggs or lack thereof of Easter eggs that I don't, I really don't care anymore. I'm going to be excited if something comes out, but I have no idea when or where it's going to come out. Yeah, you're literally going to freak the fuck out when, like... 1989 is announced i mean every single See, day this around is... 2 p.m i tell alexa i can't say it too loud but i tell alexa to play fearless taylor's version yeah you love it best album of the year well this like follows your exact cycle that you've talked about before how like it goes through this whole thing like you're annoyed with her she's dumb and then she, she just brings music. you right back up it's yep. like and now i'm at the bottom bottom yeah because i don't need another fucking willow remix and Taylor, everybody's over Evermore. Nobody cares about that well, anymore. Well, that's the thing. That's what she does. Like, she just doesn't know what. Milks this just it. goes She's back to her stupid, like, social cues. Like, she does not understand. She when just keeps shut going up about and going. Something. And we don't want these dumb, like, EPs or whatever. Like, oh, here's a mix of songs you've already heard. Like, that's not. No, it's not anything new. Stop. I also don't get what the vinyl thing is about. Like, who what? cares? People fucking like, love vinyls. She's like, oh, we broke the vinyl record. Like, what? Uh-oh. Like, why? What? Uh, the vinyl record of 1964? Like, she should be putting shit out for free at this point, honestly. If anybody has a record, like, if you're a person who has a record player, you need some help. <laughs> it's just a very distinct type of person, and you're weird. Sorry. You're fucking weird. <laughs> Do you think like people that got their hundred dollar record players at Target are they weird? For sure. Okay, yeah. Do you know anyone who's bought a hundred dollar record player at Target? Yeah, my cousin. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. Um. Yeah. So it's like okay, you just girl, you put your records on, but I don't want you to tell me your favorite song. That was good. <laughs> nice job, I Corinne Bailey Ray. Um. Yeah. Anything else Taylor related? Nope, let's wrap her up here. Wrap her up. We're already at an hour nine minutes, so that's terrible. This is a grab bag. It's always a grab bag. That's just we're gonna change. We might as well rebrand to the grab bag podcast. Grab bag podcast. Just lunch. (laughs) Lunch mortgageboard podcast. Yeah, cornucopia. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this lovely podcast. Um, be sure to go to our social media, give us a follow at that's worse underscore on Twitter and at that's worse pod on Instagram. I'm feeling a comeback, maybe a little summer, summer comeback. <laughs> no, you're we're not doing already. a we're doing a social media strategy session like after next week. We're okay. doing it. We're gonna have a conference. Your back. We're gonna write down on post-it notes our goals, vision, and mission. Yep, we're gonna do some pros cons. We're gonna do a SWOT analysis. Like we're ready. <laughs> um, so be sure to check that out. And I think that's it. We're Kevin Ie, and that was literally the worst. See, See ya. ya.